Welcome to Santos Brothers Eat, food worth mentioning. Where Chef Jeff and his brother Kenny talk about their amazing adventures eating and tasting food that is so incredible, they have got to just share it with the world. My mouth is salivating already. All right, so this is Kenny Santos for Santos Brothers Eats. As usual, I'm with my brother, Chef Jeff Santos. Together, we are your favorite Filipino foodies. And, you know, we've had a lot of questions about dim sum. And so we thought we'd dedicate a whole episode on dim sum. Now, if you know what dim sum is, you're going to like this. And if you don't know what dim sum is, it's going to be a great introduction. Because if you don't know what dim sum is, I'd have to venture that kind of missing out on things. Like, what do you think about that, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Like, dim sum is great. It's, uh, yeah, it's basically little dumplings, like little little morsels, like a little amuse-bouches that you could have as much or as little as you want. Uh, go with some friends, you know, each one will order one plate. You just share. And then once you finish one round, you could try some more different stuff or say, you know what, I like this dumpling the best, so let's order some more of these. And just continue on and, you know, with a, with some tea, um, either hot or cold tea, you know, it's up to you, depending on what time of day it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dim sum is great. It's one of our favorite weekend uh, or anytime uh, meals. Absolutely. And, you know, just as you explain that, you know, you go with a group of friends, it's almost like the tapas experience. You know, you have, yes. you have some tapas with some friends, something like you each get like a little app and you all share it. Dim sum is very similar. You know, the dishes are small and they're good for mm -hmm. sharing. And if you want more, you get more of the same. Or if you want to try something else, something else uh, catches your eye in the menu. And you Or know, on the cart. Then or you on the go. cart. So, you know what? You talked about the cart. And, yes. uh, you know, why don't we explain, you know, for people that, you know, they've never had dim sum before, there's kind of two ways to order it. And so why don't you explain how that works, Jeff? So the main way is that you sit at a table and then they bring you a menu and then along and with the menu is a little chit sheet. Um, so what you do, they have the names of the dim sums or the numbers um, and the prices. They'll be a small, medium, large, extra large or special. And usually they have the prices of what it is. And then from there, you just check off how many you want to one or two. Um, and then you give it to the server. They come back with your order. Um, sometimes what they'll do is something like this. They'll give you back the menu and they'll sort of check off everything as they come about. So you know is what you ordered, that you're getting what you ordered. It's like sometimes you're saying, did, did we order this? Did, did it come yet? Um, but this way, you know, there's different ways of doing this, this style of, uh, of, of uh, doing the paper way. Yeah, so this is Yang's Chinese, and this was episode, uh, episode, sorry, season one, episode 17. You guys want to remember that or look that up. But I wouldn't say that all dim sum menus are the same, but they're all very similar. You're going to see a lot of similar items because dim sum is a, is a certain type of food. And so you're going to see like a, like a steamed like a steamed uh, shrimp dumpling or steamed mm -hmm. pork dumpling. You can see all these different dumplings or you're going to see, you know, a deep fried section and dessert yeah. section. And so if you've seen one, it's not like you've seen one, you've seen them all, but you're going to see a lot of overlap. I'd say more than 50% of a dim sum menu, maybe 75% would be similar. Yeah. Like whether you're here or whether you're in Chinatown or whether you're in a Chinatown in San Francisco. I mean, they're all, it's all going to be very, very similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's base dim sums and each restaurant will sort of develop their own little menu and their own little take on a, on a dumpling, whether it be steamed or fried. Uh, and like I mentioned, the prices, so if you look at the top left corner, it says small is like three bucks. Uh, I can't read. Oh, yeah, three bucks. Medium is four. 
Large is 580, extra large is six, and then specials are 780. Sort of a weird, is the eight just the lucky number? Is that why it's added in there? Or am I reading it correctly? No, um, eight, eight is a is a lucky number. I remember okay. that four is an unlucky number. Eight is a lucky number. So ah. uh, you'll, you'll find that uh, uh, a lot of, because uh, I, I remember there was a house, uh, actually it was just up the street, uh, a couple streets over, it was number eight. And you know, uh, it was selling for higher than you'd expect because it was wow. like number eight. Yeah, so uh, do remember that. That's uh, that's kind of interesting. There. That's so. right. And so, like I said, so the name of of the dim sums are both in Cantonese or Mandarin, and the English name, as well as the number. So you know, if you go to a particular restaurant all the time, then you know right away. Okay, we'll get two number threes, three number fours, and a number eight. Just you know, in the back of your head, because you know right away. Uh, instead of trying to remember the name, like Hargao, Sumai, or whatever, you, you have the number right in front of you. And sometimes when you go, uh, they might offer um, a special price for all the dim sums, no matter what, if it's small, medium, large. The specials yeah. are a different order. Um, they're usually, well, they used to be like Sunday morning between 8 and 10. Yeah, um, everything's like 2 bucks, for yeah, example. Exactly or maybe right. 50 now or 3 bucks, but everything mm -hmm. like, like, so even like, these special ones that are supposed to be seven dollars and eighty cents, they yeah. do three bucks because it's a Sunday morning, and so this is uh, so Yang's was no you we would order that because we check those off right I right Yang's yeah yeah so this would be the checkmark version. Otherwise, uh, with the carts, sometimes when they just drop off the plates, actually let's explain the carts a little bit better, Jeff. So yeah. uh, people would come by. Go ahead. Yeah, people come by. Um with carts and the carts may have up to two or three even four different uh, dumplings. And they're usually in the steam baskets and they'll call it the name in, in, in Chinese or Cantonese, like Hargao, Shumai, sometimes the ones that you recognize, but you know, you can just go up to them and kind of look what it is and they'll, un they'll un uh, unveil it for you. Like, yeah, there's a cart right there. There's a uh, and they can say, oh, yeah, yeah, can I have some of this? So she'll take the basket, put it on your table, and that chip sheet I mentioned before, she'll go over and check off the number. And if you had one or like two or three or more, she'll make sure to add two or three yeah. um, and go from there. Absolutely. And so, yeah, so the, you know, you go in there, there might not be a menu. You just sit down and as people come by, yeah. And they might not even speak English. You might just point nope. at something and then they'll know to put it on your plate and then check it off on your kind of almost like a scorecard. And so they know how much to charge you at the end. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. late, lately, we, we've been seeing that uh, some people are, aren't very patient. If they see a cart, they'll come right up to the cart, you know, and, instead of waiting at their table. Because sometimes it, there's no real route that they follow. Sometimes you think, oh, they're coming towards me. Then all of a sudden they take a left and like, oh, they're, they're going away. Absolutely. So then you want to go up and say, hey, hello, can I have this please? You know, and yeah. yeah if, there's a, if there's something that you think you may want and it's looking low, there's no etiquette rules that say that you're not supposed to go up and go get it before they run out. It's not yeah. like that. So you don't have to wait. That's not how this works. Exactly so, right. Yeah. So, you know, whoops, another example of a cart here. I'm trying to show yeah. that there. Yeah. So you had a good picture of, um, of, of a kanji cart. I think the top left corner there. Of that. Here, yeah. That's a kanji cart. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. you guys can see that. Actually, uh, in the video, I'll make it look bigger. So. Okay. So yeah. I think we mentioned that kanji is basically a, a Chinese style of, um, of, of rice broth, basically. And it's very, very bland tasting. And then what you add to it sort of adds the flavor for it. And it's a yeah. good brunch one because it sort of warms your soul.
oh, yeah. uh, throughout. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, those pictures once again, just because I showed it so small, let's uh, let's do it this way so we can show you. There we go. It's a little bit bigger there. Yeah, that's what a cart would look like, you know. And this, mm -hmm. it's actually this looks like a restaurant. I don't I don't recognize it necessarily, but you know, um, you know, they're they're they always come in the steamed bamboo or the the bamboo steamers. Yeah, uh, unless it's congee or something else, but typically that's how it would come. And oh, I don't want to subscribe. And mm -hmm. uh, you just kind of you know they'll give you once again they'll they'll give you the the steamer they'll check something off so they know how much to charge you later on you eat it and then uh, you you order the next thing yeah and so that's it that's how dim sum ultimately works it's a it's a great experience i really like it now uh just before this podcast jeff and i we were looking through all of our dim sum pictures that we had posted on social media and we found out that we order a lot of the same things. We have a lot of favorites that we order. Oh, yeah. We're going to go through those exactly uh, today. Right. And but you know, as we have this menu open, you know, if someone is a beginner, what would you kind of suggest to them? Like, what are some of the staples that uh, are kind of like something that you got to get, or something that you would start off with? You know, what, what would you say there, Jeff? Yeah, well, for sure, the the, the traditional ones are the hargao and shumai. Hargao is sort of the, the the white dumpling with the shrimp inside, just pure shrimp, uh, mixture of, of whole baby shrimp and shrimp meat. That's um, very filling. Uh, shumai is the sort of yellowish one. It almost looks like a flower. It's a mixture of uh, ground pork and shrimp. That's the, that's the base. Sometimes there's offshoots with ground chicken or ground beef and shrimp. Um, but ground pork and shrimp is the main one. And char siu bao is the steamed bun. And inside is barbecue pork. Um, they're, they're quite large, so usually instead of having like four orders of the dumplings, there maybe two or three of the char siu baos. And then, um, of course, you want some vegetables in there, so get some steamed broccoli or, or Chinese broccoli to go with it. But um, yeah, the, the Chinese broccoli typically, when you order that, it's not going to come in the steamer. It's going to come on a plate, yeah. and it's going to have oyster sauce on top typically, mm -hmm. and it's pretty good. I haven't had it that much in uh, Canada, though. Have you? Like, because last time I had, like, uh, man, I had a dim sum that was for, for Chinese broccoli was, like, when I lived in San Francisco. And that was so oh, long really? ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, okay. Maybe All it's just right. something we don't, maybe it's because it's a vegetable. We just don't it's vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Inside. That's it. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, you know, um, again, hargao, uh, you may hear, like, uh, if they're speaking Mandarin or Cantonese, it's a hakao. Uh, mm. it's, it, yeah, they don't, they don't pronounce that G. Okay. Uh, hakao. Um, so if, if you hear them saying that shomai, they'll say the shomai. So that was the pork one, hakao, that is the shrimp one. So, yeah. um, both super, super tasty. They have beef, they have chicken, they have whatever you can, whatever you can name. Yeah. What I would almost suggest is this. And I've told my friends is if they're going to go to dim sum without someone that can speak the language, have your phone with pictures of animals so uh, that you could ask well is this chicken is this a beef is this you know is this pig and so you could actually point to a pig and say and then they could say oh yeah that's that's you know that's pork you okay. know because if they don't speak english which is kind of typical like there's a lot of dim sum places where the where the waiters and waitresses they just don't speak english because they don't know they just you know means you have to kind of point stuff out and a lot that's of the clientele uh uh, speak to them in either Cantonese or Mandarin. So mm -hmm. just a little tip there, bring your phone and show them pictures of animals so they could ask, is this pork? You point to a pig and they could say yes or no. It's yeah. just something that I would say. I don't know what you'd say, Jeff. No, it makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah. That makes sense totally. So yeah, so we're gonna go through the um, some of our pictures here. This one's out of Perfect Chinese Food. Now we talked about Perfect. This is way back, season one, episode three was Jollibee and Perfect Chinese. Perfect Chinese is I think it's Scarborough. I don't know if it's still twenty four hours. Um, but it used I, to I be- think it is still. Yeah, I, I, I saw a post earlier. It's twenty four hours. Most of that is sort of takeout only. So during that time, I believe. Yeah, so it is Scarborough's. I think it's for the for the longest time it was Scarborough's only twenty four hour Chinese place, Chinese wow. food place. And so uh, they have awesome dim sum. They have specials before noon every weekday and on Sundays for their dim sum at mm-hmm. that rock bottom two or three dollars. Everything's basically the size, the price of a small. Yeah. Um, actually, well, it's been a while since I've been there, um, but I imagine they're still like that. And the reason why we brought this picture up, we almost didn't include it because this is not typical that we've only seen food dishes like this at Perfect Chinese, perfect. where yeah. where it's a, basically it's just a you know a bed of rice with uh, shashu pork and um, Chinese what's it called Chinese sausage. Yeah, that's it. Plain and simple, but it just tastes so good. Yeah, you know? super good, super super yummy. Up here, that's the uh, steamed pork buns. Yeah, char siu right. bao there. Yeah, those come in, again, as Jeff said, and and sets of three. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that an easy beginner could eat because oh, yeah. it's just a bun. It's just a bun filled with pork. It's a sweeter pork. Yeah, um, not really like a pulled pork. It's there's more of an Asian hoisin flavor to it uh, than it is would be like a like a pulled pork sandwich or something like that. But yeah, exactly uh, so, right. something that we always get. Like every time we're going to get that. And probably enough for one for everyone at the table, maybe one and a half for everyone at the table. Oh, yeah. It's not good. So something that we get often. Moving right along, this is another thing from Perfect Chinese. Yeah. Again, this, I haven't seen it any other place. <laughs> I know. Basically. Um, a lot of times, Chinese food does not have cheese. Doesn't even really have dairy. Is there dairy no. Chinese food, Jeff? Not, not, not necessarily. So this is a like a cream sauce. Yeah. Um, and, and under it is rice. And you, you see the shrimp there too, like some shrimp peas. And, yeah. Yeah. Shrimp and there's a peas. Yeah. And so under all this is a bed of rice. And, but the way that the, the cream sauce, when, when you break it with a spoon and mix it all up, it's a really, really good treat. Oh, and yeah. It's something that I, you know, if I, if I'm at perfect, I'm hoping to, that they have this on the cart because I don't know what it's called on the menu. No, not at all. <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of funny. Maybe I should learn what that is so I could actually order it if they don't have the <laughs> carts up. But that's a, that's another fun one. Uh, and that's something that either you could have on your own or, you know, when we usually go with a family, we always share it. Everything we oh, get. Yeah. We just share so that everyone could have a taste. That's it. Exactly right. And I got to tell you, when you go, I remember we went with, uh, it was you, me, Dylan, Colton. So you guys met Dylan before. Uh, Colton's uh, one of Dylan's friends and we went to Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I'm telling you, we ate till we were full. Like you ever go to the restaurant to an all you can eat, and this is not all you can eat, but we ate till we couldn't eat anything else. I mean, we went home and took naps. Like that's how full we are. And this is one of those, I think it was a Sunday morning because Colton was with us. So it wouldn't have been yeah. a weekday. And I remember for all four of us, and we're big boys. Dylan's a big oh, boy. Colton's a yeah. big boy. I'm a, you know, we're all big boys. We all ate till we were full. And I remember the bill was $43. Yeah. So 10 so, bucks each. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. Yeah. You really can't. So just yeah. beautiful. Uh, tell me what this is, Jeff, because this is a pretty cool one. So basically, this is a, a deep fried sort of uh, sesame ball. And I believe the inside, um, usually when you get these sesame balls, the inside is like either lotus paste or, or dark sesame paste. 
but I think I do you remember what the filling was this one is. Um, I this tell. this is salted yeah. egg. Oh, I apologize. You're right. Yeah. I apologize. That is yeah. salted egg inside. Um, yeah, salted egg yolk. That is yeah. correct. Yeah, um, salted and, egg yolk. Um, actually, I, I'm just pulling up the. It's actually we got that set Fountain Cuisine. One uh, of Jeff's friends, James Cheng, would uh, recommended this on social media, so we decided to go to try this out. Our mother loves the sesame balls. Mm-hmm. Typically, they're filled with. It's more dessert, right? Sometimes yeah. they're plain, but a lot of times they're filled with like a red bean, like a sweet red bean. Yeah. Or sometimes they're plain. What's funny was in Utah when I had them, they were filled with peanut butter. And they tasted really, really good. Filled with peanut butter. Well, yeah, because because the shell itself it has a, is, is a bit is a bit sweet it yeah. inside. So yeah. it's uh yeah. So it, I think peanut butter salty and sweet there right away. And then I guess with the sweetness of the of the shell with the saltiness of the egg yolk, yeah, it was a good mixture. It was, yeah. it was a good a good combo. Yeah, actually, in all honesty, I kind of miss those uh, sesame balls that are filled with peanut butter. I haven't been able to have oh. them since I've moved back. No, I know. I haven't had it for a while either. Yeah, it's super tasty. So yeah, uh, yeah. So get the sesame balls. Have them at the end of the meal because they're they're just like donuts. Sesame mm-hmm. sesame donuts. Really, really good. Uh, yeah. yeah. So those are the sesame balls again that my mother loves. Yeah. Um, and then this is probably my favorite thing on the menu. Um, Chung fun, they're called. Yes. Chung fun. Oh yeah, uh, or vermicelli rolls. Vermicelli um, rolls. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the middle, you could have shrimp. You could have beef. You could have barbecue pork. This has vegetables inside. Yeah, it's a very versatile way of, of making dim sum. Um, yeah, just long skinny rolls like cannelloni or manicotti. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, yeah, I see that they put a sauce on over it. And uh, yeah, the best way to do this is usually they'll have scissors or a knife and they'll cut it in half for you. Because yeah. um, it's very hard to cut something like this with, with, with chopsticks. You know, yeah. it can be done or just ask for a fork or a knife yeah. to cut it. Typically, um, there's yeah. a spoon on the table, like the, the oh, Chinese. Yeah, you use a spoon on the table to cut that down. Don't try and pick this up and eat it without yeah. cutting it, uh, especially with chopsticks. I mean, it, yeah. you're going to make a mess. But uh, that this sauce that they put on is spectacular. Mm-hmm. It's really, really tasty. And it's something that I will get every time. I'll probably order two of those just for me, yeah. I feel like. It's just because I love that. Again, it's Chung yeah. Fun. I know the pork one is called Pai. Uh, what is it? Pai. I caught the chung fun, but I can't. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So one thing I like to do is that when the plate is done, I actually keep the plate for myself because there's, there's some sauce on the bottom and I'll use that. Get, if I ask there's any rice, I'll put some rice in there and just, you know, sop all the rice up or just use like a char siu bao bun and sop up any, any extra sauce with that as well. Yeah. Or if you just have some, some extra dumplings, you want some sauce to dip it in, you can just always dip it into there. Yeah. And then um, this is rice, right, Jeff? This is a yeah, rice, it's, it's uh, rice, rice, rice roll. Yeah. Very, very good. Now, I've got to say, I want, I want to be perfectly honest with you, is that in terms of taste, I really don't think there's a difference in, and let's say like the steamed, uh, like the hargao or the hakao, the steamed uh, shrimp dumpling, and then if this was filled with shrimp, I don't really don't think there's a difference in the taste. No. Um, I just happen to like the presentation more in the sauce. So yeah. I just oh, yeah. want to be honest with you there. Um, okay, so Jeff mentioned the shomai earlier. This is shomai. Mm-hmm. That's right? it right there. So you can recognize it's the typical, It's uh, is this egg, is it egg pasta or something? Like why is it? No, it, well, it, it's typical, it's sort of like a uh, wheat wrapper. Wheat so wrap, like okay. either either a, a, an egg roll or a wonton wrapper. They okay. use there's ground pork and inside the ground pork there's pieces of shrimp of the baby shrimp already cooked super so, yeah. tasty super tasty yeah. um looks like there's roe on top of that is that right yeah yeah, yeah. some uh, flying fish, fish roe, maybe yeah 
Yeah, um, I will say this. Uh, I know I'm giving another plug to Perfect, but the best show my I've ever had in my life was at Perfect Chinese. It was like 11 yep. p.m. at night. Still one of the best. Yeah, um, it was just so fresh. It was like, wow, it's amazing. Very good. Let's talk about the tea a little bit, Jeff, because that's the first thing you're going to see on the table when you jump. Yeah. So the, the tea table. is there. Um, when you see the tea put in the table, don't drink it right away. Um, just let it steep for, for a few minutes and then uh, pour the tea. Now, what you want to do is usually you pour your, your, the people, the persons to, to your left um, tea and then people do it the same. And then when you think you have enough tea, just take two fingers in your left hand, just tap the table like that. And that's sort of a signal saying, thank you very much. Um, that's all the tea I want. Now, it is a small pot, and if there's like a lot of you, there may be two or three pots. But if the pot ever empties, all you have to do, hit the lid and put it upside down. That's sort of the way of telling the, the servers, oh, we, we need more tea. Um, yeah, and, and the tea is bottomless. You know, you could have as much tea for your want at one price. Yeah, it's a good point, because if you don't turn that over, like... The, the the waiters and waitresses they can't they there's no way of them knowing that that's an empty pot because it's not see-through and so they don't know that it's empty so you got to turn you know you got to indicate to them that it needs more water right and so if you don't do that you're going to be waiting forever in a day to get yeah. more water in there exactly right. so yeah so the tea um yeah however uh, i i have seen sometimes they'll bring a teapot as well as a pot just full of hot water so okay. if need be, and when you finish the tea, look at the bottom, you'll see the tea leaves still there. You just add your own hot water to that. Okay. And it'll, it'll sort of uh, spritz oh, yeah. it up a bit. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, typically the, uh, the extra water is in, a, in a, like a metal kettle. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so instead of the pot. Yeah, that's, that's a right. good point. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. And then um, this is something that our mother loves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is very is nice. What is it? It's just, we call it lotus leaf, but what does it really call? Is it rice wrapped lotus? What is it called? Yeah, it's rice wrapped lotus. I, I'm not too sure the, the, the actual name of it, but yeah, basically, so the rice is, is, is already cooked. They put pieces of meat inside, whether it be chicken or pork uh, or seafood. They wrap it up and they steam it. Mm. And then all you got to do is unwrap it nicely and just use your spoon just to, 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 to get out which, how much you want and put in your plate. Um, yeah, and, and the way the, the lotus actually permeates the rice with the flavor yeah. um yeah it's really good there's a, there's a certain infusion of that flavor now don't make the mistake because i could imagine someone looking at that and thinking they could eat the leaves and kind of eating that like yeah. a burrito no um and it's or those uh, nori uh, triangles uh, that the japanese yes. have yeah absolutely yeah. It isn't so it? the outside is not edible it's very fibrous and mm -hmm. unless you are a barnyard animal you're not going to bite through it so no. don't don't make that mistake um i don't think anyone we've made the mistake but uh just don't, I don't think so you know, don't make yeah. that mistake because i could see how someone could just pick that up and try and eat it oh yeah i, I get it it looks like it's food but mm -hmm. the outside is not food so just be aware of that that's it. super yummy though uh my, my mother loves those she always oh, yeah. asks for those. yeah exactly i guess right. she say my mother her mother, her mother. <laughs> just just mom too right yeah yeah all right so this is the hargao or hakao that depending hakao, on that. yeah and then this is just another dumpling. It looks like it's there's something green in there. We don't. Yeah, know I think that's this. That it could be just vegetables in there, or maybe vegetables and scallop inside. Yeah, I doubt it's just vegetables. And here's the reason why: is because if it's a vegetable dumpling, we probably wouldn't have ordered it. Sure. Um, and not we, we sure. don't like vegetables, but we're not going. It's very rare that Jeff and I would on purpose order a vegetable only dumpling. So there's going to be like a scallop or a pork or some sort of meat in there. As a matter of fact, we probably didn't even know it would come with vegetables. We probably ordered a scallop dumpling and it happens to have green yeah. stuff in it as well. Like, oh, 
Look at this. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. So, and you know, as you can see, these are plain. So, you know, if you like the sauce, you know, uh, it's always nice that yeah. You know, you have some, you know, some sauce to dip it in, and and you could certainly do that if you had ordered some of those vermicelli rolls earlier. And uh, if you want some rice, I mean, look at how beautiful that rice is. It would you consider oh. this a fried rice, Jeff? Like, or, yeah. yeah, that's a fried rice with that looks like barbecue pork inside, hmm. bit of garnish. And what they do, they they put the rice, they make the rice, and they put it into the glass bowls, and then they invert it over so it keeps that sort of round shape because it still has this little stickiness to it. And when you come to the table and you order it, you just lift the bowl up, and there you go. It's it's this nice presentation. It is a nice presentation. I actually had a friend when I lived in Salt Lake. She was uh, from Thailand. That's how she would portion out the rice when we ate at her house. She ah. would actually do that, put it on the plate like that, and so that's your portion of rice. So instead of just scooping it out, that's the way she did it. She always just kind of <laughs> so everyone had the same amount of rice. You know, yeah, so makes sense. That's exactly yeah. how it worked. Uh, that's how they did it. Her name is May. So uh, this here is, um, you know, oh, that's the a pork and black bean. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically the, the pork there is, is very, has a lot of, car I think it's even, yeah, it's pork ribs and black yes. bean. Yeah. So it's not the full like, um, like side ribs or back ribs that North Americans are used to. These are just like the, the, the rib bones or riblets. So mm -hmm. there's not much meat, not much meat in there, but a lot of cartilage that we like, that most Asians like to chew on. And in a black bean sauce, hence with the black, the black little specks are there. It's pretty nice. It's pretty mm -hmm. nice to eat. Actually, if that's available, I will usually order that because that's fun to eat. And then, yeah. of course, um, it's not necessarily a sauce on the bottom, but I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's just this, yeah, it's the steam liquid that it comes out of. But you know, of course, the, the whole sauce is permeates with the black beans inside and and, and other seasonings to to, to the season and then flavor the meat. Yeah. So, you know, Jeff and I being Asian um, and we don't want to get food to waste. Once all that meat's gone, we're going to take that bowl with all that liquid on the bottom. And if there's rice around, we're probably mm -hmm. going to dump that on top of the rice. Oh, yeah. We're not wasting that flavor. This is more of a close up of the shomai. And yeah. Jeff said, you know, there's always little bits of shrimp. This particular shomai has big, big oh, yeah. of shrimp in it. So right, right there. Kind of nice. Yeah. Shomai, very big hit. The two biggest, most popular dumplings on a dim sum menu are going to be the hard gal and the shomai. So the steamed, yeah, exactly right. pork steamed shrimp, really, really tasty. This is a dessert item. This was at Yang's. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, yeah. I think it's a mango pudding shaped in goldfish. Yeah. Kind of cool. That's right. Yeah. And like I said before, most restaurants, they'll take a little, their own little take on certain dishes, and this is what Yang's did, they make mango pudding, but instead of just serving it into a round bowl or whatever, they took the time and got little uh, fish molds. Nice. They poured it in there, they put in the fridge to set, and that's how they uh, give to the customers. Like what's so. this here, Jeff? Little touch. Uh, it looks like a little custard sauce or a sweet sauce to go with the, with the mango pudding. Typically, uh, is that evaporated milk or is that something else? Uh, you, know, you know what, you're right, it's evaporated milk. That's okay. all it is. Um, and that wouldn't be necessarily sweetened, right? It's no. just milk. Yeah. Um, it helps though. I actually like it, it with that. I like it with that. It's kind of nice with that. Um, I love this presentation of mango. Pudding. Oh yeah. yeah. It looks really, it's very really cute. Nice. Yeah. Um, more of what my mother loves. Yeah. The lotus leaves. As you can see, like when we order these, like we'll yeah. order a lot of those. It's actually, if I had to guess, I think those have two different fillings because we, we wouldn't necessarily order we only only ordered two because those are big. Mm. Um, so if I had to guess, one had pork, one had chicken, or yeah, yeah something or beef else. and pork, or beef. Yeah, yeah. one of yeah, one's pork, one's beef, one's, you know, something like that. But yeah, um, something we don't miss on these ones don't look as wet, right? Because that no, other one, that's right. 
Um, where is it? These oh, actually, one looks dry too. No, no, yeah, pretty dry. Yeah, sometimes they're really wet. Like the whole thing is like because it's all steam, so sometimes it's yeah. really wet. Yeah, this actually kind of looks like perfect. I'm just guessing because of that tablecloth. It's very yeah. much reminds me of perfect Chinese food. So since Ken's on the tablecloth, most dim sum restaurants or Chinese restaurants they will use a plastic tablecloth. And if you look carefully, you might see there's like at least ten layers of tablecloth or that, that or with more. you. Yeah, or, or more. more. Yeah, because what they do is once everything is done, instead of they, they clear it as much as they can, but then they'll just take each end of the tablecloth, make it into a little bundle, take the whole thing away, and there's a nice brand new table. They should reset it with the cutlery and napkins, and then you're good to go for the next uh, for the next turnaround. Yeah. yeah, there's no there's no need to wipe down the table. They just take off the whole cloth. Yeah, and then put up a next one. Very efficient the way they do it. This one is at August eight, and so I'm going to remind yep. you guys: August eight, season two, episode twenty. Uh, when we talked about August eight, August eight is a sushi place, but they do offer some beautiful dim sum treats. Um, let's tell them about the one right in the middle there, Jeff. Yeah, that's called Salong Ba. Oh, sorry, I, I, I should we should apologize ahead of time to our Cantonese speaking friends because we know we, we know we're, we're butchering the language. Salong uh, Bao or mm. soup filled dumplings. Yeah. And it's amazing how they make this. I, I don't know if you've seen this, how they, they do it, Ken. So let's let's explain. So when you bite into this, it's actually filled with hot liquid. Yes. Yeah. So, so like, the best way to do it is, is put the dumpling on, on, a, on the uh, ceramic spoon uh, and then have your chopstick, pick it up, bite into it, and then most liquid will remain in the spoon. Yeah. Uh, and you can or, sip it or, up right away. Yeah. Or just put or if you can, just put the whole thing in your mouth. And be yeah, but let it cool down for a bit just because it is hot soup and, inside. Oh, that, that's very, very important. It is hot. And so people wonder, how on earth is this made? Like, how do yeah. they put hot liquid inside of a dumpling shell like that? And just going to share with you how that's done. Yeah. So basically the broth, uh, when you make some, any sort of meat stock, and mostly, uh, not really chicken, but um, beef or pork, there's a lot of gelatin in the bones of those animals. So what happens is they make the stock and they let it boil down and then let it set for a bit and becomes like, like, like a pork or, or beef stock jello. Mm. Um, so they actually will let it set more till it's solid almost. And they put pieces of meat inside as well. And then, so they let it set and then they wrap the dumpling skin around the set gelatin and they spit in the fridge that it's set aside. Then when it's ready to, to portion to eat, they put in the steamer basket that is steam. And of course, because it's gelatin, the, the, the heat will melt the gelatin into soup, back into liquid form and up to temperature. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get the soup filled dumplings. Yeah. So basically when they're making it, it's almost jelly, not jelly, but yeah. gelatin filled, I guess. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and then by the time they steam it, that gelatin has melted into the soup. And that's how you get those soup filled dumplings. Uh, that's a pretty big hit. A lot of people, oh, yeah. they, they find that it, it's kind of a novelty just because they bite into it. It's filled with liquid. Pretty, exactly pretty right. cool. Um, again, you know, there's a theme here. There's more Shao Mai. I don't know what mm -hmm. these are up here. I that looks think, like, oh, that's, yeah, beef. It's, it's just beef, beef balls. Beef yeah. balls, there you go. Um, there's more lotus leaf because our mother mm -hmm. was there. Yeah. And then this is the, what is it, Jeff? It's chicken feet, one of yeah. our dad's favorites. Um, yeah, and we're not we're not saying chicken feet. You know, we're not saying like chicken nuggets or wings. These are actual chicken feet, because in most um, Asian countries or most you know, third world countries, they they use every part of the animal. Uh, nothing goes to waste. So the chicken feet, 
they're they're very they're clean very well and because they're working muscle and because it's mostly just bones and tendon and a bit of skin they're hard to chew so you have to steam them very well and then after they steam them they'll put into a sauce like this and uh, serve it to the customer and so yeah it's it is very like i said it's mostly bone but people just like to pick away at the actual gel the cartilage and the whatever skin is around there yeah. and they eat that our father our dad he really likes uh chicken feet so say oh yeah like if it's on the menu it's it's not gonna chicken feet's not gonna be at every dim someplace but if it's no. there if you're feeling adventurous i say try it right oh, it's yeah. gonna be two bucks or three bucks or whatever it is mm -hmm. unless you just think you're gonna get turned off by it don't get it but if you're no. kind of curious and thinking well i wonder if i should or wonder if i shouldn't i just say get it yeah and at least at least if you don't like it you know that you don't like it right that's it so it's one of those things that I guess I could do without, but if it's there and someone's ordering, I'll probably eat some. You know, that's how. Yeah, that's how I kind of feel about the whole process. No, too true. Yeah, yeah. These are beautiful. Yeah, um, these look like. Is that hargau, Jeff? I don't think so. This is this is still Yang's, right? I think it, it looks is. Looks like Yang's. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I forget what that like was. A, it's a beautiful looking dumpling, whatever. It yeah. Is. Sometimes we'll just order stuff we don't know what it is. Jeff and I, we do have an advantage because we eat just about everything. So yeah. we're going to order as it's like, we don't even know what it is. We'll just, you know, we'll just assume it's going to be good and we're going to like it. So yeah, that's, that's, right. just, that's just how things are. Oh, uh, yeah. Again, um, steamed pork buns. These are very good for beginners once again. Yeah. So it's just basically, it's almost like a, like a hand pie. That's an Asian style. Yeah, because that's it. Yeah. Now in these ones here, you'll notice that there's no red dots on yeah. them so that's basically just letting people know that especially the, the way the, the cook staff is that these are the char siu bao because the bao itself can contain pork it contain chicken even vegetables or beef but once it's wrapped you have no idea what's inside so they usually the little little uh colors on top so they know right away okay char siu bao this is what this is and they grab it on top in um in the philippines uh show pao is something similar to this, but there's more filling um, than, than wrapper usually. And they'll do the same thing. They'll put little dots to say, this is chicken, this is pork, there's yeah. egg in here. Um, so I just let people know what, what the flavor inside is. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, it's just kind of like a mixed bag. You don't know yeah. what you're grabbing, right? So there's, mm -hmm. there's, there must be a way for the staff to figure out what is inside of it without opening it up. And so yeah. that's basically the signal. Some of our Jamaican friends may, you know, if you go to a Jamaican, uh, you know, for the different patties, whether it's chicken, beef, oh. or spicy, they'll have that, a system similar to that. Because I've seen Jamaican patties with a green dot or a red dot or a no dot. And so, you know, there's a way of, uh, you know, the staff know, you know, what's yeah, what. Yeah, right away, what you want. Absolutely. And so this looks like, Jeff, that this is the last picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, this is our last picture. But, mm -hmm. you know, and so this is kind of how dim sum works. Expect, you know, especially if you're going to go during that dim sum happy hour where they're just announcing everything is two bucks or something. Yeah. I would say that if you're an adventurous type of person, just start ordering stuff. That's it. You know? That's it. You know, I'm going to bring that menu back up, actually. And, and one thing we have to remember, remind, well, not remember, but just let you know that um, in most actually, Asian restaurants, they will not come to you. You really have to flag them down. Make sure they notice you. Oh, happy dim sum. That's a place in, that's in, in the Mississauga uh, where we used to live. Yeah, I'm, trying um, to, I'm trying to get a bigger picture of their. Uh, okay. But so like I was saying, if you're in a sit down restaurant, make sure they, make sure they see you. 
because they will not come to you. Um, if, if you want to eat, flag them down and say, I want to eat. Um, it's just, it's just the way that this, this, the etiquette in most Chinese restaurants, um, because uh, a story that Diana and her mother-in-law had, they, they went to a Chinese restaurant in Scarborough and they were just sitting there waiting for someone to come. And then it wasn't until the people next to them actually flagged someone down and they pointed at Diana and her mother-in-law and they said, oh, you want to eat? Sort of thing. So they really have to really have to say, hello, hello. Yeah. Come oh, on. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. this is happy dim sum. Like, I happy just dim sum. Out. I'm not, uh, actually, we, I guess we could say that they're good, right? We, we've eaten. They're, they're good. And look at the prices. So, um, and so this is a, this is a combination dim sum restaurant takeout, but they actually um, sell the dim sum bulk frozen. If you want, um, yeah. yeah, if you want, if you have a steamer basket or like a, one of those um, uh, steam machines, you could use them as well. Um, but look at the prices. So the good price, but they are a bit smaller. Like I said before, this is one of the places that uh, when Diana and I lived in Mississauga, it was very close to us. So we were um, lucky to... Um, typical order for steamed dumplings is four. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're looking at that, you're wondering two fifty for one dumpling. It's not what it is. It's no, two fifty no. for four of them. That's and right. So actually, some will say, yeah. If you look at the bottom right, the it'll say, yeah, right there. It says egg tart ninety per piece. Uh, ninety cents. Seventy yeah. cents per piece. Yeah. It, but if you say that, that's what it is. But if you go somewhere else, like chicken steam chicken bun, right across from there, they usually do two or three. Um, yeah. Usually they don't say what it is, but mm -hmm. the 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 quantity. But um, let's assume that it's at least two or three that you're getting. Yeah, it's going to be two or three. If dumplings four, but like you know, if it's a bun, typically three. Dumplings four. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah, that sounds about right. That is. Yeah, it. yeah. And so you know, this place, I just saw it. I can't. Uh, there's chicken feet on the menu here too. Yep. So whatever, whatever. And oh, I'm and beef tripe. Yeah, that's right. The Santos um, brothers, we love a lot of food, but tripe is not on our menu. Yeah, uh, we were, um, Ken and I we went to a, a very fancy dim sum place called Three Princes. Still um, open? And, still open? Uh, not the one in, not the one in, in, on Bay Street in downtown Toronto, but the one in on Victoria Park in Scarborough. Yeah. Uh, that's the one. So we went with our friend Blaine. He's he's very white and yeah. uh, he he likes what he eats, but he, he came with us to dim sum. So we, we knew right away that one of the basics. And then we saw something that special was called this beef tender. Oh. That's how it said beef on the menu, beef tender. We told Blaine, oh, this is like beef tenderloin, like it's meat. And he goes, oh, okay, I'll have some of that. So sometimes the, the translation on the menu isn't what it really is. And <laughs> it was actually beef tendon. So for those of you who don't know, tendon is, is, is sort of like what, can, what holds the muscles together, right, Ken? Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you have a muscle, like if you picture your, 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 uh, your, this muscle here and this and the, has, is the tendon. Yeah. So it's it very clear. The muscle to the bone. Yeah. To the muscle Thank to you. The bone. Yeah. yeah. It's clear and very gelatinous. Mm. And, and it's something Ken that and I, we love. Yeah. We love that. We love tendon. But Blaine yeah. was like, ah, you could have mine. So of course. Exactly. So, so we, we, we went to town on that. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty that's funny one. Yeah, yeah. so tendon, uh, a lot of cartilage. So mm -hmm. if you like, you know, all the non-meat portions of like when you're eating ribs, like all that part that's next to the bones, that's yeah. what like, this, there's a lot of tendon in that. So oh, yeah. super yummy. I'm looking here is that uh, they have two types of shomai on the menu. They have a shrimp pork and a shrimp chicken. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Kind of so like, like I said, uh, the pork shrimp is a, is a traditional one, yeah. but then some restaurants or some, they will have offer chicken shumai instead. Yeah. Um, or, or just shrimp shumai by itself. So, you know, in the same style. Yeah, I, I happen to pick this man. I just picked it off of the internet because it's a lot easier on the eyes for us to explain. Yeah. So, you know, this could be a place where you just kind of check stuff off and give it to the waiter or waitress and yeah. they'll come back with food. Or it could be a place they would have a similar looking menu when they're coming by with yeah. a cart and then they would check it off. Yeah. And, and like so I said before, you. you can see that the written writings in both Cantonese, English and a number. So what Diana and I would do, we are in our phones. We actually have used to have happy dim sum three times one, four times one, mm. five times one. And then there's sesame ball, which we love, or the, um, the, um, the crab ball with the, with the crab, uh, the crab claw in the middle. Mm. And that's a per price. So we'd have, uh, I think number 15 times two, um, because gotcha. we knew right away that it's a price per piece, not a price per order. So yeah, and when you're calling in these orders, it's easier for them to go, you know, instead of saying the name, it goes, oh, number one times three, number five times two, numbers 25 times six, whatever. And then uh, give them like 20 minutes, depending on, on how busy they are, pick it up and you're done. Yeah, it's a really great way um, because when you're eating dim sum, it's not like eating Chinese food, you're not going to find pork fried rice or General Sal's chicken or chicken ball or you know, no. beef broccoli. You know, it's not like that. Because I remember, I remember taking a family trip and we had dim sum and I love those vermicelli rolls. Mm -hmm. And I would always look for them when we would go out to eat Chinese. I could never find them, I never no. knew what they were called. And yeah. then I figured out, oh, you only get them during dim sum. And mm -hmm. it took me like, it felt like it was well over 10 years for me to figure that out because I was a kid when I went and I wasn't oh, wow. an adult till I figured out, oh, you get that at the dim sum menu. Now I get it. <laughs> so something to think about. You're going to get different style Chinese food when you eat dim sum. If you're used to kind of ordering Chinese food takeout, you know, at the local place that, and you're going to have like, you know, orange chicken, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's totally different. Yeah. And uh, if, if you like Chinese food, I, I totally suggest this because it's super, right. super yummy. Yeah. Another thing too, if you if you go if you have a Chinese market next near you and you and you haven't shopped there, they may have a hot food table inside, yeah. and they will also have dim sum, mm -hmm. and they they may have it already pre-packed um, by a warming station, so they are quite warm. But sometimes they actually have little steam baskets on a huge uh, steam table, and same sort of thing. You can order by how you can order some of the shumai hargao. They'll put into containers and they'll take it with you. It's almost like a cafeteria style, kind yeah. of the way you're ordering it. Uh, a place like a like a TNT, TNT um, Nations. Yeah, uh, the one in Scarborough uh, Skyland has it as well. Skyland has it. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Seafood City has it, although I haven't been there. Um, uh, Seafood City, well, but they have the well. You know what, Seafood City, even though it's mostly Filipino stuff, they do have some shumai. Yeah, for some reason, shumai in the Philippines is huge. Yeah. Oh, um, who knows why? You know, <laughs> and, and it's not really like it's, it's not really Filipinoized. It's it's still the Chinese shumai. Mm. You know, it's really weird, but it's good the way it is. I think that's why. Maybe that's Maybe why it's it popular. Is. It's just good yeah. the way it is. And so, once again, if you're a beginner, you know what? First of all, just look at the menu, and if it's in English, kind of like this, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, I like shrimp. Try that out. You know, you like uh, pork. Try it out. 
Mm-hmm. And so, so on this menu, I would say definitely go for the the the, the steamed shrimp dumplings, the shomai, yep. any one of the shomais, and then the barbecue pork buns. And if that's, that's all you had your first time, I think you're pretty good. Oh yeah, you know, you're pretty that's good. It. If you want to venture out, and you said, oh yeah, I remember the Santos brothers. Their mom likes the lotus. Oh, that's not <laughs> that's it. right. The lotus leaf one. Try that one. And their dad the, likes the chicken feet. I don't want that. <laughs> don't want the chicken feet. Hey, <laughs> no. and if you don't, if you never have chicken feet, I will never judge you because that one. Oh. That one's a little bit tough. That one's a tougher one. Yeah. <laughs> totally get that. Yeah. And one thing we mentioned before is that Chinese desserts aren't really that sweet. So if you can you scroll down again. Oh yeah. Um, so you you will see the where's the egg tart? There's an egg tart there oh, somewhere. Here. Yeah, right there. It's not like you. It's not like a custard tart or something like the uh, pasta natales from the Portuguese tart. No. It's an egg tart. Basically, think of scrambled eggs with a bit of sugar in a tart. That's all it is. And I'll tell you, I love eggs, and I don't like those tarts at no. all. Like if I, and, I, yeah. I don't like them. I just don't. The like sweet them. sponge cake number thirty-five. If you think of like a sponge cake, like you used to like chiffon cake or angel food cake, this isn't it. It's basically <laughs> just flour, sugar, water, maybe milk, steamed, a bit of sugar. That's it. And the mango done. pudding is a bit sweeter. So yeah. yeah, like I said before, Chinese desserts aren't that sweet. So and look, look at the last number fifty, fried dough. That's, it's just fried dough. That's all it is. Well, that, that's probably, it's going to taste like a donut. It's going to, that yeah. fried dough, that's going to taste like a donut. It might not be a sweetened donut, but it's nope. going to taste like a donut. So yeah. that's basically what it is. But that, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a good point. You know, I'm glad Jeff mentioned that is because when you're, I'm going to have dim sum, if you're wanting like kind of like something sweet at the end, you may want to choose to go to another place. Like go to, yeah. the, even go to Tim Hortons, like go, yeah. like if, exactly if, uh, right. somewhere else to get the dessert part. Uh, unless you're in for the authentic experience, yes, um, that's just kind of my uh, my my thoughts on that. Mm. And so, yeah, anything else that we want to talk about here, Jeff? One thing as well, I mentioned this before, is that you know when you're a Chinese restaurant, you have to get the attention of the, of the wait staff. Nine out of ten times, they may seem rude to the customers, but that's just the etiquette. Usually, good um, point. Yeah, do not yeah. take that personally. That is no. the way they act. And so, yeah. and remember, you're in their restaurant, right? They might be, you know, you've been, oh, I'm in Canada or I'm in the States or, you know, this is my country, you know, you're in their restaurant. There's a different yeah. set of rules and do not take any of that personally. No. Don't take it to offense. Just yeah. Yeah. eat, enjoy, point. pay the bill, you know, tip if you want to, or sorry, tip, please tip, depending on how much, how your, your interaction with the waste stuff is, it's up to you how much you want to tip, but you know, it's their job and you're there to enjoy it in their restaurant. Yes. Glad that you mentioned that. And yeah, and good thing that you mentioned tipping because they look, especially for the carts, if they are pushing around those carts, those carts are heavy and they're hard to navigate, right? It's a crowded restaurant and you're going through in between tables and stuff. So you know what? You're probably getting the food really cheap. So tip big, tip big because they deserve it. Yes. Well, you know, before uh, we sign us off, I'm going to, you know, ask you guys if you got some value, especially from this podcast, but, you know, all of our podcasts, all of our videos, and, uh, you know, whether it's just the recommendations you like or you're just liking the education or the recommendations, then we invite you to do something super easy, super simple. Invite, like, uh, I was going to say invite, like, subscribe, share, and comment. It's a super easy way and a simple way for you to support our podcast and to do so for free. Isn't that right, Jeff? That is right. And again, if you have any suggestions of places for us to eat, um, actually, uh, yeah, then please let us know. And uh, remember this quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best people. Yes. And that, of course, includes my brother, Chef Jeff Santos. 
I'm his brother, Kenny Santos, and you as well, if you love to eat food worth mentioning. Thanks a lot, everybody. All right. Take care. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.